besties, welcome back to the public private story. Did you know that Publix is a Virgo? Duolingo is a Gemini. Google is a Libra on the Virgo Libra cusp, which means a lot. Unless you don't believe in cusp, then it doesn't really mean anything at all. But there are a few things in popular culture or things that we know in general that have zodiac signs, but people don't think about them. So today I'm going to be talking about the ones that make sense and why. If you remember when one of the most recent Stranger Things seasons came out, they featured a popular song, or a song that became popular again from 1985, Running Up That Hill by Kate Bush. Now, if you did further research, you would come across the fact that Running Up That Hill by Kate Bush is a Leo. And one thing I know about Leos is they always want to be the center of attention. And I know that's a stereotype, but let's be honest, it's true. They love when the spotlight is on them, and it's pretty easy for it to get on them too because they all are very attractive or they stick out in some way, shape, or form. So people are often attracted to them, and they often love when people are attracted to them. So, when Running Up That Hill by Kate Bush became popular again, it was like a standard Leo comeback. Like it is always a standard Leo comeback. Leos are always coming back into the limelight and it's almost as if they never left because that song stuck for a long, long time. Why? Because it's a Leo, ruled by the sun, the planet in the middle of the solar system where everything else revolves around. It makes sense. One of my favorite shows from when I was in sixth grade, I think it was, sixth or seventh grade, was Riverdale at the time because the first season was actually good. Nobody can come for me on that because the mystery element, that was pretty nice. A bit cringy, acting wasn't that good, but the plot, there was something there. However, it went downhill after that point. And if you think about it, the fact that they're Aquarius makes sense, and that's why. Because as the seasons progressed, every season to the next, it got weirder and weirder and stopped making sense. Why? Because Aquarius is literally ruled by the planet of rebellion, weirdness, and just being wild for no reason. Because they like being out of the out of the ordinary. They don't like being traditional. They like to do what they want and they don't they often don't care what other people think. And I guess that's what the writers behind Riverdale were going for, because it seems that they didn't care at all that their show was weird and nobody was watching it. And I think that makes a lot of sense. Because I don't want to spoil anything. So if you're trying to watch Riverdale and you don't want spoilers, fast forward thirty seconds, fast forward a minute perhaps. But basically, they started adding, like, weird forest creatures that was, like, stalking the people because of the game that they played. And everybody was having seizures and dying from cyanide poisoning or some sort of poisoning. And then the next season, they killed Jughead but then resurrected him because of his um, mystery prep school then the next season, they had, like, superpowers, and Cheryl became a witch. It just got worse and worse. Why? Because they wanted to be out of the ordinary. They wanted to be different. And I guess that makes sense, because Riverdale is, in fact, an Aquarius. In that same vein, I find it very interesting and accurate that the movie Coraline is also an Aquarius. However, the book by Neil Gaiman, that is a Cancer. So... We have a February Aquarius movie and then a July Cancer book. I feel like this kind of relates to the fact that the book is always better than the movie, except in some particular cases. But I've never read the book. I started it, didn't finish it, but I've heard that it's better. So I'm going to take that opinion to justify my 
opinion. So if you look at the movie, it's obviously very weird, but there's lots of symbolism, like witchiness, and of course referencing the mo- the book, referencing the book because it's based off the book. And the whole plot is weird. Like this little girl goes to another world with strangers, but she doesn't know the strangers because she thinks that they're just her parents in a different form. And then, wait, I hope this isn't a spoiler because if you haven't heard about Coraline by now, then what are you doing? You can find a way to watch it, find a way to read it. But basically, she's going to this strange world seeing these parents who aren't actually hers but she's like it's whatever and then they ask to sew buttons in her eyes and this is advertised as a children's movie but lots of like interesting references and allusions within it how she has literally uh, a familiar who's a cat she walks into a fairy circle which you're not supposed to do um she has like a dowsing rod and then YB literally calls her a witch at one point but I have lots of appreciation for this movie I could say so much about it like the production the plot I could go into deep depth about that so if you want like uh, an analysis of Coraline I would I'd be happy to do that and I would also read the book for that as well but I think it's interesting because it is a very weird plot and people wouldn't say it's a traditional children's movie people wouldn't say it's something that you would advertise to your children because it gave a lot of people I know nightmares and a lot of people if they hear the name Coraline or they hear a reference to it or somebody like shows them the doll or whatever they get all scared inside because it's traumatizing or they are traumatized from watching the movie so young and I used to be terrified of it too it took a while when I was about 14 I watched it again and I was like okay this is not that bad. And now I can appreciate it from an artist's standpoint. However, it is pretty weird to watch as a child, and it is a little scary. My little brother and I watched it, and he was, like, screaming. But he was also talking to the TV, telling Coraline that she was making terrible decisions. I love him. He's a Capricorn queen, of course. But I feel like that's interesting. And then people say that usually books are better than movies. And I would like to say that Cancer is better than Aquarius. However, I have a deep appreciation for this movie, the skill that went into it, and how odd it is. It's one Aquarian thing that I can actually appreciate. Next up, why don't we talk about the fact that Duolingo is literally a Gemini. I feel like because they're an air sign and they're so academically and mentally and intelligently inclined, I feel like that makes so much sense because... Gemini is a plan- is ruled by the planet Mercury, which is the planet of communication and technology. And Duolingo literally combines the two, like, perfectly. And I think it makes sense that it's a Gemini because that's what it's meant to do. Like, it teaches people languages on an app that they can access wherever they want to access it. And it works out pretty well for them. And I think that's really interesting. Like, Geminis that I know, they are all pretty smart or they have some smartness in them. You might have to dig it out. But I, all of them that I know... All of my friend Geminis, they are intelligent or they know how to work technology, things like that. So I feel like it makes a lot of sense that Duolingo is a Gemini. And if we talk about the communication aspect, it's literally teaching you so many languages and you have access to that via your phone, tablet, online, whatever. They have the Duolingo English test for people who are trying to verify that they know English. Like Duolingo has so many different aspects to it. And I feel like that comes into that kind of agrees with the fact that gemini's are multifaceted like people say that they're two-faced people say that they have different like sides to them whatever that could be taken however you like to take it but i feel like that's because gemini's just have they're so complex there's so many things within them so many parts of them some of them that they show some of them that they don't and the fact that duolingo is compiled of a bunch of different 
a bunch of different departments like the language learning one via the app and then also articles about different languages and also the duolingo english test and then so many different options and i feel like there are so many different options when you know a gemini like you never know which side of them you're gonna get how they're feeling what they're going through but the one thing that is consistent despite that they're a mutable zodiac sign they are very intelligent and they are very mentally inclined and i appreciate gemini for that update fun fact google is not a virgo libra cusp which i think makes more sense because google is simply a virgo and we all know everything when you want to search something up you say oh let me google it you don't say search it up you say let me google it why because google has such a profound and widespread effect on society and the way that we function as humans because everything is simply at our fingertips why because Google is a Virgo who connects everyone to everything and just makes everybody's life easier by simply existing. Virgo is an Earth sign ruled by the planet Mercury, the planet of communication and technology. Google has been a platform to help all of these things and facilitate the process of communicating with other people, finding intelligence and learning new things. Google is to Virgo the way Duolingo is to Gemini. And I feel like it makes perfect sense. If you're a Virgo, you get it. And if you're not a Virgo and you still get it, I applaud you. Just make sure to thank every single Virgo that you know. Google is very helpful. And I feel like Virgos are very helpful people. Like, if you have a Virgo friend, they're your mom friend, they're your advice giver. They keep you sane, they keep you in check. They make sure you're thinking rationally or they think rationally for you. So I feel like Google is a helpful tool and having Virgos in your life is also a helpful tool as well. However, I am a tad biased because I am a Virgo, if you couldn't tell already. But for this next one, I think my bias will show a little less because I'm gonna be talking about the Walt Disney Company. Everybody knows Disney Channel, Disney Original Movies, Disney World, Disneyland, etc., etc. Like Disney is just an icon. Walt Disney Company, Disney is a Libra. Now you could argue that those qualities like match up for Leo as well, but I feel like Libra has a bit of a refined energy to it because they're right after Virgo, but they also like the limelight and they're ruled by the planet Venus, which is the planet of preferences and relationships and love. And basically anything that you like and why you like it or anything you dislike and why you dislike it, that's that planet and Libra is involved in that. And I think it's really funny that my best friend is a Libra. Her birthday is October 16th, and Disney was founded October 16th, 1923, in California, which is an iconic place, LA to be specific. So just think about that. Let that soak in. Any, any like celebrities that you can think of who really make an impact for Kim Kardashian, she's a Libra, she's an icon. And the fact that Disney is just a place that people go to have fun and they know exactly what to do to get you there. And it's just a staple. It's an iconic place for everybody to go to that everybody knows about and has so many different branches within them that kind of does that outreach. Like, you can watch a Disney movie, you can go to Disney World. Whatever you'd like to do with Disney, Disney is so widespread, but it's so recognizable as well. So, Libra, Disney, synonymous.